Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This is the Litmus Podcast, another episode. Okay. Let's do this. Let's do this. You're locked in right now with me, Swazi McCalli. Me, the real Ben Hurst. This is the Litmus Podcast where we dunk in questions and statements into a room of people to throw up all types of opinions. And today we've actually got a legend in the house. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. We've got the one and only Julian Knox, the poet, the everything, the one we call Liddy, Liddy, Liddy. She said the everything. (laughs) The alpha, the omega. The one I need for wisdom. <laughs> Julian Knox, you're in the house. What's going on, Julian? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good. I'm out here. Wow. Man. You're out here. Let me give you that that deep intro. So, man sold out at the South Bank. Okay. <laughs> South <laughs> Bank. Okay. He sold her at Liberia. Um, li- li- is it Liberia? Liberia? I think it's Liberia. Liberian girl. Yeah, mad one. So, you have That's officially good, launched your book called Broken. Wow. It's like a soft one. Yeah. It's a soft launch. It's, it's, it's not official. The, it's not the official. proper thing is coming soon. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay, I really know this. <laughs> this is like, you know, one of the ones you put it out, you go, yeah, I could do this. Can you help me out? Can yeah, you fund yeah, yeah. it? Can you mm. give me some cash? Yeah, that's just want to see how it goes. That's what it is. I and never even yeah. expected it. Good I response, never expected it. Easy, easy, yeah. easy. Yeah. So you're actually out here, and then you've got your own event, Julia Knox and Friends. Give mm. us a rundown of what is Julia Knox and Friends. Ooh, so it's like, what is it? What is it? Um, bunch of my friends. Hence the name. Yeah, basically. It's just a celebration of like, um, specifically um, artists that have like that from the diaspora um yeah and just like celebrating what they're doing and just kind of bringing that out to the limelight mm-hmm. um yeah so the next the so but it all takes like different shape depending on the space and what mm. we're doing and so the, the next one is at the roundhouse yeah and it's a short film that um that we that was commissioned by the roundhouse and it's going to be about hair and looking at different things and there's like different See. artists going to be performing so there's going to be a screening and a conversation and performance mm. and then the other one is at the ICA and that's like a performance and uh, a conversation Julian how are you going like, to come on here and just casually say it's at the ICA trust at the roundhouse right oh, do you yeah. know I clocked South it as well <laughs> when you said it that's how you know you've made it when you've got yeah. nine yeah, friends in it that's what I'm t- I'm shooting for that 2019 end of 2019 2020 nah. best friends <laughs> yeah it sounds everybody so wavy as well everyone come through oh. all my homies and nah, friends you know. nah. right. anyways, anyways yeah blessings I receive it that's, <laughs> I that's receive a, you know what I receive it, it. 
Yeah, you better yeah, receive that man it's too wavy Julian Oxley you were out here you're leading the poetry scene you do art direction as well um, Labrum tell us a little bit about Labrum yo Labrum is one of the dopest brands out there yeah yeah I, I feel like I'm like plugging That's yeah this is, a, this is a hench plug <laughs> but it's okay man who you are man yeah so Labrum London um, designer is FOD um, Sierra Leonean dude has been doing it for like what Five years this year now. Shout out, um, yeah, he's just he's just killing it. And what he's doing specifically that I find really interesting, um, he's having it's a it's an African heritage brand having like contemporary conversations about like what's been happening and it's all going back and yeah it's, he's just doing dope stuff so like the past few collections have been done one about Freetown and then looking at high life music but mm. looking at. Um, the way he did it like just chrono- chronological so like looking at um specifically 19 1920s when um high life music started mm. and then move that to like 1960s and then the second collection was like looking at 1970s when like electricity came and like there's like a new kind of wave mm. so yeah that and then the next one is just going to be fire i can't talk about it yet but <laughs> i can't even, man so, yeah. doesn't really talk so, yeah. too much you see it Fuzz is the designer really saying too many things right now thing. um i came on board last year as like the creative director but yeah he's he's the brand is lit. You should check it out. Yeah, man. Labyrinth for, for days, for days, for days. For life. For life. Um, but we want to say thank you so much for coming down. I know that you've got a busy schedule, man's like, wow. yeah, I've got to wrap this up at a certain time, man. Wow. i got to get out of here. got to get out of here. Right. But it's Good Friday. It's Good Friday. And it's that's exactly Friday. why I have themed this uh, episode around Good Friday in particular. So um, the litmus today is this. How will you be remembered? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oof. Oh, gosh. How oh will goodness. you be remembered? And so I'm phrasing it against the backdrop of Easter uh, weekend, but also Good Friday. So some people remember today as the four-day-long weekend, and that's cool. Is like, it? I love a good, be- you know, bank holiday weekend. Friday is out here, Saturday, Sunday, and the Monday as well. Monday's lit. Um, yeah, Monday is actually Monday the is best lit, day. Because you think on Sunday, oh, I've got to get my outfit ready. No, wrong, no, wrong. wrong. you got to chill. No from me. relax, B. <laughs> <laughs> you got kick <laughs> kick rocks you are so lit <laughs> Man, on, hey, that Monday feeling that is the best feeling yeah. in the world bank holiday Monday if you're self-employed also but you love your job I speak yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry bro bank holiday who bank holiday holiday <laughs> so yeah so we're doing it against the backdrop of Easter weekend um, and I think well you know what I remember Easter differently I, I'm remembering the fact that um, if Jesus is who he says he is and did what he said he would do then Easter Friday or Good Friday was not really good on the day that it happened where he died on a cross nailed there that was was tense that was probably less than (laughs) yeah it was not good I think guys were going nuts like hold on a minute that don't make no sense and then years from then we have all these chocolate Easter eggs and, 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 and bank holiday and all of this but I truly believe that Jesus is probably one of the most if not the most remarkable man who ever lived, who the did littest. things, the littest guy. So I want to read this for, real quick from C.S. Lewis. I think C.S. Lewis is also one of the one of the guys that I just think, he just thought on a different level. But he said this. Did sorry. he write the line, the rich in the wardrobe? Am I making that up? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He wrote the line, the witch young, in the wardrobe. My young GCS out here. Okay. C.S. Lewis. So he said this about Jesus, yeah? He said this. That is the one thing we must not say. A man who was merely a man and said the sort of things Jesus said would not be a great moral teacher. He would either be a lunatic on the level with the man who says he is a poached egg or else he would be the devil of hell. You must make your choice. Mm. So I'll read a, a, a stronger passage or just another passage at the end. But just that alone, he says, 
because you know he's not he can't be the good teacher he's either a good teacher a, a lunatic <laughs> or a waste man or he's lord and i just think you know what with the litmus how will you be remembered i like the idea of being so distinct that you can't confuse me with any anyone or anything else mm. um and so yeah saying all of that to say i think it's really good that we're looking past and then throwing forward to the future um around the idea of how will you be remembered because the truth is we will be remembered by some or many um when we leave when we pass so yeah can we do things now in the here in the here and now to inform those memories or does it not matter I don't know. That's the litmus for today. How will you be remembered? The guest is in the house. Julian Knox. J-U-L-I-N-K-N-X-X on the socials. Just so, because guys be typing in with an O. So, (laughs) Julian Knox, what are you thinking? How will you be remembered? That's a big question, man. Um, I don't know how I'd be remembered because you don't know what happened tomorrow, man. It's it's, it's real out here. Um, But I think how I'd like to be remembered is another thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So I think, I think one of the things that actually, actually, I did ask myself this question. Saying that, <laughs> <laughs> actually, you know, you know, that one's like, I have considered this. You know, when, so when my wife told me like, "Yo, I'm pregnant," I'm like, mm, "So how would I want I my like, kids to remember?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm yo, like, what are you doing with your life, fam? Would like, what do you do? What's your job title? Like, yeah, yes, what, what are you doing in life, fam? Yeah. You know, that ones you want to tell your kid, you can do whatever you want to do. And as a dad, so what do you do? I'm They're like, like, so why yeah. are you? <laughs> ah, ah, the bird. Well, next yeah. question. So when See people ya. ask me that question, that's what goes through my mind. Like, yeah, what sort of legacy do you want to leave behind? Mm. And like, what is it that you do? I think for me, it's like. I want people to look back and go, uh, Julian, Julian lived lived well. He wasn't scared of no one. I ain't scared of nobody. Um, <laughs> I'm the daddy. <laughs> but specifically, I want I want people to know that you know I lived my life not just for myself, um, like living a life worthy of like of God's glory. I mm. think I think I say specifically God's glory because I'm just like. The idea of like being remembered just because I'm amazing by myself, um, it's usually not. Like I don't think that's cool enough. I think the idea of living for something else outside of you is far more profound. Like just anyone like that's done amazing stuff outside of themselves. Mm. I'm like, yeah, that's my G. So you know, name whoever, mm. Mother Teresa. Mm. Um, did Buddha live for other people? I don't know, but like, yeah. like people that actually fought for other people. Do you get what I'm to say? Or yeah. like lived a life that's like that other people can say because this person was about like things were different. Do you get what I'm to yeah, say? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's the kind of legacy you want to leave behind. And like you know, you're speaking like obviously it's Friday, Good Friday, Good Friday. Um, so the idea of like Jesus coming into this world and living a life dying for everyone not that I want to be like Jesus that's Mm. not yeah but like as in I'm not out here saying I want to die for other people Mm. wow Mm. (laughs) yeah because that's a hard one but I would love to say yeah you know what I live for the people (laughs) yeah yeah you want to say that when you die but you don't necessarily want to do it in the present like like if you ask Martin Luther King do you want to die for the people I'm not sure if it would have been like one reluctant yes (laughs) but you would die for your wife and your kids Ah, it's that a bit is, sticky ah, still. No, no, no. So, so, the, so this is the thing. This is the thing. Like, there, there are certain things that you don't even think about. Mm. So, the idea of anything happening to someone I love, it's not even a question of would you die for them. It's like, 
if you see your child falling down, you don't ask yourself, am I going to catch them? Like, mm. that's not even, you just going to jump, in it. So if I see someone putting a bullet, I'm hoping that my buddy would just react and just like jump in you front of think. the bullet. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So those questions like close home, they're not even like the hard ones. Like the hard ones is, would I die for Ben Breezy? <laughs> <laughs> would I die for an associate? It's yeah. mad. An acquaintance. But like, that's the yeah. thing. But that, I think that's the challenge of like the human condition. Like you know how we say you want to live a life of love and all of that stuff. It's mm. like, will you, if you see harm coming like way to your other, like to the person close to you, would you jump in? Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah, the, yeah. for me that's the real that's the wickedest question. And if I want to be remembered, I think if I die and people say, you know, he lived for for others. Mm. I think. I think, that's, yeah. I think that I'm idea good. of like living a life of love is like incredibly hard like I think that I think mm. that it sounds like a nice thing to say but in practice yeah. like actually loving people is really yeah. hard yeah. and so to live your whole life dedicated to that act it's like practical right like it's doing actual things so that other people feel loved around you and mm. when you say Long love what do you mean by love yeah or well, me yeah I'm just bouncing off Julian you asked me <laughs> one person because that was not my answer my answer was something very different I guess I guess the idea of love is like preferring someone above yourself or beyond yourself so putting yeah. putting someone else's desires or needs which is hard because then there's also a conversation about self-love right so there's also a conversation about actually loving yourself for sure and the question of whether you can adequately love other people if you don't love yourself mm -hmm. which I don't, I don't have the answers but I just know that they're things that float around in the ether but um, in the ether sorry it wasn't ether <laughs> flow in the ether <laughs> in the ether lads um, but yeah I think I think that it's a hard it's a hard question mm. is, I'm trying not to laugh Julian's creasing bare hard uh, he's gonna use it but um, I do think yeah man I don't know like I would I would have said my answer to the question one of my friends uh, Casey has in her Instagram bio um, be nice and decolonize which I think is a really nice a really nice way of summarizing at this point in my life where I'm at like mm -hmm. what I would like to be remembered for I'd love it if people like when I was dead were like oh Ben was really nice and he did a lot of work to unscrew nice or kind kind sorry did I say nice? Yeah. No, it's be kind and decolonize. I see. So not necessarily be nice because I think niceness is very subjective. Yeah. I feel like kindness, like love, is like a very specific act towards yeah. another person. That's what's um, And so I feel like that is probably the closest I can come to like thinking what, because I think we're talking about the impact you want to have on other people around you and what you leave behind. Yeah. And I think what I'd like to leave behind is like a world that is less problematic for people like me and people not like me after I'm gone. Mm. And while I'm here, I'd like to be able to say that I'd been kind to everyone. I don't know if that's possible, but that's what I'm shooting for, I think. Yeah, and I think it happens in like the small details. I'm agreeing with both of you, by the way. So yeah, how will I want to be remembered I think it is those things, doing what you can in your context, in your reach, that will make the world a better place. And the yeah, problem yeah, yeah. about these conversations is that it does sound fairy-like mm. and out there, but when you look at the people that you're in contact with, when you look at the job that you do, the, the, the time you spend most, it, it's not that fairy tale because that is your it's life. Real life. It's yeah. real life and there are real people <clears throat> needing real help, real kindness, 
And so if you can do those small things that then accumulate to make a bigger impact, I think... I think the goal sometimes people look at like, yeah, the, the Mother Teresa's and the MLK's mm. and they're like, how am I going to get to that platform? Uh, and that feels yeah. overwhelming. But if you look at their context, they were just doing the most they could do in and around their world. And yeah, I think the legacy conversation is a big one. But you know what is here? Yeah, it's like that conversation or the question of if a tree falls in the forest and nobody hears it or no one's around, does it make yeah. a sound? I think if you, like, I would burn, I'd actually sag so hard if I spent my whole life being kind to people and, no and then I died and no one said anything. I'll be so, well, what, if, I, I if I was still conscious. Why? Yeah, because because it's like if so. If you take the the Nipsey Hustle thing for example, yeah, yeah, when you when you do enough stuff that's important or other people deem to be important, you leave behind what we're calling a legacy. Mm. But if nobody says anything about your legacy, did you leave one behind? I think you do though, because people's know, lives are still impacted whether or not they say it. Do you but know what it's they? like? It's like you being really good at your job and you doing a sick performance or do just people being good at their jobs and people taking for for uh, granted that you know you're good at it yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you are good at it and so maybe yeah. people feel oh I don't need to tell you because I don't want to look like a beg or I don't want to say something you already know but actually you don't know what kind of day that person's had and that one word of encouragement would really go the long way yeah. but maybe if I said that to Julian and didn't tell Ben then just because he doesn't know doesn't mean to say that the impact didn't happen yeah it's mm. true it's like all the people that like go unnamed in the civil rights right. story right yeah. but right. just as a caveat when I am dead I want everybody to say nice things about me <laughs> so ju ju everyone just remember how will you be remembered can you play this at my funeral <laughs> when I die just say that I was the best guy that I did basic things and just celebrate all of my achievements make sure everyone's children know thanks because then like that that's a difficult one because then the motivation then becomes like 100%. I'm doing this for myself yep I am <laughs> That's the only reason I'm being kind to anyone, so that so that people say that I was kind when I'm dead. But then no, your motive is no, I, don't Listen, I love you for for me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't straight. love you for you. I love straight. you for me. But, but if people are true about it, I think a lot of things that are done with the intention of being kind, the motive is praise me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and whether or yeah. not that is apparent or not. I have to commend the action because doing good things is still doing a good thing. Yeah, I think but niceness, that's what that's. that Like being nice is performative. Right. So like you can be nice to, to someone. Well, that's why you called me out earlier. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just asking. Yeah, asking. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I wasn't calling you. Like this is this idea of like you being nice. You can be nice to someone and have like no care yeah. for mm -hmm. anything. But like to be kind, you have to, it has to follow through with an action. Yeah. And I think at the point where you're doing the act, you're already doing it. Even if the person doesn't acknowledge you, you've already done it. So it yeah. doesn't even matter. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And, and I think if we wait for people to acknowledge us, like we ain't doing nothing. But you know, you know how much, like, I don't know if you guys feel this. I feel like it's relevant for me at this particular moment in time, how much it burns when like you, you actually do nice stuff for someone and they don't acknowledge it. Like that's not, but that's, a, a, that's the, that's a worse But feeling. that's the good, like, it's like the episode of Friends in it where Phoebe's trying to do the selfless act. Have you seen that one? Right, uh. no one here watches Friends. You guys are dead. I thought you guys were going to be like, yeah. <laughs> but I see Imogen nodding over there. It's like the episode <laughs> of Friends where she's trying to, <laughs> where she's trying to do the selfless act and um, she's basically clocking like there's nothing that you can do that's really selfless because even in trying to do that, yeah. you're doing it for your own benefit. 
which I, I guess I think, is complex. I think that's the... So for me, the reason why I find that really profound, mm. I find Phoebe profound. Yeah, mm. shout out, Phoebs. Is it? Smelly cat, shout Smelly cat. See, I remember that one. Wow. <laughs> yeah, trust. Fake fans. So like, the reason why I find that really profound is the fact that like, because there's lack of kindness, yeah. um, people don't, one, don't know how to respond to it sometimes. Yeah. Like when people do kind things to some certain people, they just don't know what to do. They just feel awkward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How yeah, to yeah. receive it. Just like, Can you imagine like we live in a world where someone would do kind thing for you and you don't know how to respond to it or you don't respond at all. Yeah. yeah. And I think Wide. that's why we need to do more kindness. So it's normalized. Yeah. And I think, yeah. So I think for me, it's like, if I wait for people to respond, I'll do no kind thing. Because, like, literally... And then sometimes, like, actually, the way you respond is not how I wanted you to respond. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, I'll do this kind thing to you and then, like, you do something it's like, fam, this was a big deal, you know? Is that all I got? Yeah. Like, so, like, if I'm waiting for people's response, like, fam, kindness is not going to get done. And I think we just need to do it so that it's normalised. Yeah. We're going to come back and do another litmus with you, Julian. Is it? And the litmus will be, how can you normalise kindness? Is it? Because I think that would be a sick conversation to yeah. Have. Can but yeah, sorry, I cut you mid flow. No, no, it's done. <laughs> no, it's at the end of the point. <laughs> no, uh, no. Finished. That's it. But Oftentimes, I, I don't even know where completed. I'm going. I think, like, when, when I'm in the creative space or when I'm thinking about an event or I'm thinking of a, a litmus title or I'm doing something where it involves other people, I think the pressure not to um, want the affirmation back is, is a huge weight off my shoulders. So, if you're thinking, if you're, if I'm thinking, right, I want to be remembered by wanting to have done nice things or making that change towards people or a community or something, then actually you can do that and know that that rests on the outcome rather than on how good I am. Does that mm. make sense? I think sometimes, when you know, people want a sick event, they want the numbers, they want bums on seats, they want like it to go viral. But mm. if you want all of that and focus all your attention on that, you will forever be unsatisfied because there will always be something to do better or there will always be something yeah. to chase. But if you don't do that, then you're always going to run crap events. No, no, no. No, like, no. surely, because otherwise, you, what is the what measuring measure? stick of success, right? That's I, the real question. That's the real question. I think it is... Real uh, Yeah. Right, I didn't even know I made a good point. <laughs> I, I was just trying to disagree but guys are like yeah man that's the real question bro I, like, oh, okay. I thought we were just okay. like yeah. <laughs> okay cool. yeah yes, no, I, no I just think like when I became a Christian I, I realised that my performance is not rooted or attached and stitched to my identity because when on those days that I'm feeling whack and I've had a bad day thank God for his grace that actually he will love me no less or no more than he already does and so when I put things together, I'm actually committing it to him and saying, you know what, do as you will. I'm just going to bring my best efforts and make use of it as you will. But w when I speak to other creatives who who are dissatisfied, I'm like, oh, I, yeah, you do run the case of not wanting to do the best. But I think actually when you're best and the aim and the goal is to not please yourself because yourself will never be pleased with whatever the best you can do. I think at the end of it, you're like, OK, do you know what? Something is done. It's rested. It's completed. And I think as creators, we just always chase the next thing and satisfaction is a is a difficult one. That's so interesting because I feel like that's maybe one of the reasons why I don't identify as a Christian is because I feel like that whole piece about like your identity being tied to your performance was too much for me. So like, yeah. I feel like stepping away has given me more space to like just be me or like to just flop or fail. And I think it's like removing the standard 
then removes the pressure. Yeah. Whereas like, it sounds like you're saying more like, because the, because the standard for you is a different thing, that releases the pressure. Yeah, so like my dad will love me unconditionally. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, well, well, next question. Well, <laughs> See ya. Shouts to my dad. <laughs> so I know that if I came home and be like, oh, dad, I flopped my radio show today, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. this went wrong and da-da-da. Thank goodness he's not like, you know what, Swaz? You're three years you're deep in the game. Like, yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? You're like, pathetic. <laughs> yeah. I hate you. Yeah. yeah. You're, what is it? You're shameful and embarrassing. You're embarrassing. We laugh though, but some people actually go through that. Right. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Sorry, true. yeah. So if you are going through that, please know that is that is not a dig. But like, I think the same way in which if I've done something, I've done it to my best ability, even when it does go wrong. Because the, the, the truth is, you can go in with all the intention in the world and prepare yeah, yeah, and, and do flop. and still flop. Yeah. And I think it's unfair when that happens because now people carry the burden of, I'm a flop. And that's not true. Like, because you did everything and you put everything in place not to flop. It just yeah. sometimes things muck up and people don't turn up or whatever it may be. So I'm just saying that having my identity detached and having my performance resting on Jesus and not on me takes the standard and weight off of having to come correct all the time whether I prepare or not does that make sense yeah that makes sense I think having um, the standard outside of you yeah. allows you to not be depressed yeah big time <laughs> do you think <laughs> Yeah. Right, you, this is very interesting <laughs> for me because I'm thinking, right, these are all the things that led to de- depression for me. Right? <laughs> As in, okay, okay, so like, I think, so what you're saying, I think Western Christianity yeah, yeah, yeah. has a role to I'm play. I'm trying to that. do distinctions now. No, you have to, man. <laughs> you have to. Because like, because you know like when people say, it's like one person will say something, one person will say another thing and they go, where did you get that from? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's Western Christianity. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, th- So that's what I'm saying, like, from like, like a Western civilization perspective, yeah. Like the individual performance yeah. is important, yeah. Because this Christianity is tied to capitalism. Do you right? get what like, I'm and we try and pretend it's yeah. not, but essentially, like it's the same system. So it's yeah. like depending on how you perform, that's how your church would look like. So the biggest church, the yeah. biggest cash, the biggest. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Money. Like, the test shouldn't be uh, how popular it should be, like, yeah. how, like, good or how necessary or important you are, right? Yeah. Like, I think if you're, like, you know what, my aim in life is to be a carpenter in Swansea, and I'm just going to be the best carpenter I could be in Swansea. Like, it doesn't... Ha- is that how you say it? Swansea? Swansea, yeah. yeah Swansea. Yeah. Um, it do- I thought <laughs> you were saying Swansea for time. I was like, Swansea. me? <laughs> be a carpenter in Swansea. Let, I- let, me, let me choose another, another like, random location. Ilford. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, uh, <laughs> why are you mugging it now? Shout out the crew. Shout out the gang, 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 gang. Let's just say you wanted to be the best... <laughs> Is that not in, in Ilford? Yeah. Why that is, that's also me. <laughs> it is me. That is me. Um, yeah, so if you want to be the best, like, whatever it is in, Ilf- in Ilford, yeah. and you're like, it doesn't matter what other people think, I'm just going to stay in Ilford and just do my best here. Yeah. Mm. Like, at the end of your life, you're not going to measure it against the whole world. You're just going to measure it. Did I do my best in Ilford? And that's it. And I think that's enough. But it depends on what your perspective is at the end of your life, right? Because if you, if you do truly achieve that status of the best in Ilford no not the you, best in Ilford like I'm doing I just want to be the best of what I can present in this area yeah but like, then, then that depends on your area of influence because if you are if you do become the best anywhere the circle of performance opens wider right so I think that's that comes back to that point you were making about right. people being dissatisfied with like their creative performance or whatever it might be in terms of like if you so let's say you're doing the event at the South Bank mm. and you absolutely smash it all that comes from that is opportunities to do more to do bigger stuff bigger stages more people yeah that's capitalism and, and comes into the yeah, yeah and then at that point you then even make a decision to say no I don't want to do that stuff I've achieved my goal or you're like well no I'm still I'm still creative. I've got more to give. I'm going to do more. Mm. And then you start the cycle again of like, well, now I need to be the best in this field or in this area. No, but you don't change. That's the thing. You're just like, I just want to be the best poet I can be. And that doesn't have to be against anything. Okay. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? The against is myself. It's like, I measure, I measure it based on what I'm presenting. Like, so it's not like I'm saying, So then uh, how do you know you're not dead? But does it matter if I'm dead or not? Well, you tell me. Like this is a, this is the thing. So, like based on capitalism, it's like okay, we measure it based on finance, right? Um, but then, if you're a dead, dead poet, ha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a crap poet for all the listeners, <laughs> yeah, talking yeah. about somebody who's rubbish at their craft, not yeah. actually not, dead, not not alive, alive and rubbish. I <laughs> think <laughs> <laughs> having a community around you, like, would would be the test of like, yeah, yeah, how yeah, important yeah. what you're doing is or not. Like, you guys yeah. trying to say, if you keep getting opportunities to do what you're doing, then that means people want to hear what you're doing, right? Yeah. If you're not getting any, like, or you have hella clout on social media. <sighs> Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyways, the all these measurements are just wild. But this is what I'm trying to say. Like, it has to be something outside of you. Because if it's just like, um, you're just measuring it based off of like how you feel. Some days you just feel crap. Yeah. And like, yeah, it can't be. You know, like be. if I turn up and it's like, you know what, I feel tired today or I don't want to perform today. Mm-hmm. Like, but if I'm here to serve people, like I'll just do the thing. Yeah. And like, you know, like if some days you have bad days, some days you have good days. But even the idea of serving people, right, is like surely there's a difference. Like you can serve people well and you can serve them badly. And if your if your service towards them does more harm than good, then you're not great at 
serving them. Oh yeah, if they didn't ask you for it. Yeah, but on the on the flip of it being good, if you, I think actually, if people shifted their focus to I want to do this for the purpose of serving people, I think things like you know your hospitality will be on point, like your um, advertisement, because your main goal and focus is for people. To be yeah. consumed by people. So when it's not yourself, you will think, say for example, a flyer. This flyer will be the best it will be because I need it to communicate X, Y, and Z to this type yeah. of audience. Sometimes but, you don't know. What? You don't know what? So like, there's this example where like, um, I'm not going to name the country or the organisation. Like, <laughs> <laughs> In directs. But a bunch of like, a bunch of white folks went to Africa, for example, yeah. And then they were like, okay, we're going to build a tap in this village, right? But the thing is, like the women in that village didn't want that tap yeah because their journey Mm. to go get this water was like the only time they get to be away from their husbands yeah yeah yeah, and they loved it yeah so these people with their kindness (coughs) or niceness and like put this you know Mm. tap in the middle of the thing Mm. and now they can't go anywhere so what they did they just didn't use the water Oh. They kept carried on going. Yeah, yeah, they kept on going. Did they, did they not speak? I'm guessing then they didn't speak to the community before a- acting out yeah, their so that, kindness. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like what Ben was saying, sometimes you're like, trying you to can serve do more people. Harm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Than good. So, so the key to kindness is focus groups. And relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got ba- you got to bang the research. Like. <laughs> you got to bang. One fifty an hour survey. Come free. More, come free. more each choice question. Cash for your opinions. But that's another nah, thing. Legacy I mean, wise. Do it, you know. She's legacy. It, I want to be remembered Sorry. that I was always in relationship with people. I what do you mean in relationship? Like I want to always be in community at any one point in my life. Okay. I don't ever want there to be a point in my life where I'm isolated. Well, That's a I, lot of pressure, man. No, I don't think it is. I think even if I'm, even if I'm not saying community like boom, whole whole tribe. I'm saying two, three people, like this many people or less. But I think legacy wise, if I'm not talking, the thing that went wrong is because there was no communication and no relationship. They just barged in. It sounds mm. like and and served people with niceness and kindness that then didn't lead to anything nice or kind. Mm. So. If there's relationship there and communication, I think that is a huge part of legacy. When I look at the big greats, a lot of them were community-based people. But isn't that only because that's how legacy is translated or passed on to other people? So, like, because there's also, like, hermits who are, like, great philosophers. I'm saying this like I know who they are. I don't know who they are. Shouldn't I? <laughs> no okay uh, but there's guys that like live in mountains and stuff yeah. for their whole life and yeah. they just think about stuff and they write all of it down mm. and until someone finds those writings like that person was irrelevant and then once you find it you're like oh wow he had really good ideas or he came up with this or blah 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 blah. But how would that person know that their ideas were good or not and no they don't but they, they dedicate but their does life it matter to, if it's to good thinking or not? Well, I, I don't know. But in I terms guess. of legacy and serving people, you'd hope yeah. that it would be good and benefit. Yeah, if it's serve. not useful to anyone, then it's not a legacy, is it? Like, your legacy is just trash. <laughs> but so, you can have a I trash think, legacy. No, but I think, like, measuring your legacy if it's good or bad, like, has to come from somewhere. Like, where does that good or bad measuring stick come from? From other people. Well, then they can't From the what hermit? people? From the, from the other people who are still alive when you're, when you're dead and your legacy's dead. No, but my man just went to the mountains. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to stay away. The mere fact that he's staying away and not killing all the bugs and not doing all of them thing there. Yeah. He's doing his thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you write down a few thoughts, like, useful is, 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 um, is, 
it's all yeah, like perspective. It's right? Like, yeah. you know what I'm trying to say? It's, it depends on who's reading it. Because hmm. if like, you know, yeah, if I wrote something in Arabic and man can't read Arabic, it's actually useless. But the person that can read Arabic it's helpful. Yeah, but it's not universally useless. I get, I get what you mean, but it's also but, useful. But maybe to legacy someone. doesn't need to be universal. If if legacy yeah. in Ilford or in Locksford Estate helps Locksford Estate, people up in I don't know Manchester, that would be none of their their business. Yeah, yeah, but that doesn't true. mean that those people in Locksford. Locksford is an estate in Ilford, by the way, guys. Like, because then they—that's actually my point. They you don't know where it. Locksford is, yeah. And mm. like, it's irrelevant to you. But the people who live in Locksford is not irrelevant. But to I'm them. just saying, I want a plaque on a bench. Yeah, but that's you. That's yeah, good. in that's, Locksford. That's, that's yeah, for yeah, you, yeah. though. In Locksford, that's but what that's I mean. for you. Yeah. But why? Like, you're dead. Because I want them to remember me. <laughs> <laughs> remember me. And then what's the social post and the bench? I need that. Having love, a bench is baby. wavy, though. I need that. What bench having is, a bench is weird. Yeah, that's sick, isn't it? Yeah. It's like wait, 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 wait. Pause, pause, pause. Like my thing is this, yeah. Why do you want a legacy if you're dead? Like, do you get what I'm saying? Because I want my life to have counted for something. Right. Why? And I think that is why people want to be remembered. Why? Like, why? You, you want it to count because, because when when you know what 2019 has been peak for guys. Let's mm. just put it out there. Not a lot of people have survived 2019, mm, mm, and mm. I think the conversation of of your life passing very quickly hones in on the idea that you are here for a blink of a of an eye and the time that you do have not knowing when your time will come mm. um it should count for something you know i'm i'm i think that and i think people do think that inwardly whether or not they say that outwardly mm. but you then get all this conversation i'm going to go harder at this or i'm going to do this you only live once so you and I think in that moment, death is a quick reminder to think, oh, gosh, wow, what am I going to do with my life? Or you have children or you get married or you have those big moments and you think, OK, well, if my life is going to be impactful, what is it that I'm here for and what is it that I'm going to do to serve other people? I think I think it's a great reminder mm. to be I remembered and to count for. I, I think so. I, there's a quote. This is like me like joking, but like there's a quote in um, Batman. <laughs> is it from Bane? Because I love Bane. No, it's not from Bane. It's from the Butler. Uh, oh yeah, the, the Butler's wavy. He's wavy. Molded so. by it. Like <laughs> my man was like, I think he was asking why is the Joker just like just doing things like that, and then he just said, some people just want to see the world burn. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. some people's legacy is that they literally just want to see the world burn. Mm. Yeah, but the Joker was sick though. Yeah, but I, I always remember him. Yeah, you will remember him for <laughs> not <you> good reasons. <laughs> come on, man. So this is why I'm asking why. Because some people's legacy is just wild. It's like yeah. what kind of and like is and I think also like leaving yeah. leaving something behind. <laughs> it's also like asking yourself like why do you want to leave this behind? Mm. Like if I want to leave it just for a plaque on the, on the bench, I'm just like fam. Yeah, but the the plaque and the bench is just the manifestation of the impact. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, not, that you change, not that you change one life. Or no, like, I, don't, I don't just want to write the plaque. Like, that's, that's dead. Like The plaque needs to say that I did lit So my, man's saying, yeah, like your personal life, if I impact your personal life and I change your personal life, it doesn't matter if I don't get that bench. Yeah, so if, I have, if, I, if I'm blessed to have grandkids, yeah? Yeah. Then in my, my house, I need a plaque. <laughs> in your house a granddad was here yeah do you know yeah, what I mean yeah. like, I need some kind of recognition that because then yeah. like, on I'm, not, a, I'm on not down a, for that on a real level so like my grand passed last summer and my family are in the process now of selling the house mm. and and for me like for, for my 
my dad and his siblings like that's chill like they're like yeah she's gone like sell the house get the money do whatever but for me I'm thinking no like you can't like that's the legacy because my gran didn't have a career like she wasn't a career woman Mm -hmm. her legacy is her family Mm -hmm. but that house to me represents like every time I walk past it even when she doesn't live there anymore no matter what they do to it that plot of land that area that she Mm. owned is gonna is a reminder to me of who she was and so I think that's like why when people die they have gravestones or they like you pay for an expensive coffin and a grave and go through the whole thing do you know what I mean because like there, there is something important about remembering maybe not a plaque but there is something important (laughs) about like people's memory and like honouring that in whatever way and I'm just saying when I die I don't (laughs) want my life to have been so trash that no one wants to honour me do you know what I mean like guys are like well he's gone like that's dead yeah 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 that is rubbish. Yeah. I just need. I just need something. And, and isn't it flowers. amazing? Maybe that we are we are writing legacies now. Like I don't know if MLK. Well, I think he knew he was doing big stuff, but at the time where a, it took sacrifice. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. A young Moses out here in Birmingham, Alabama, yeah. and just doing stuff. And at the time, I wonder if he th- sat down and thought to himself, mm, "There's going to be books written about me. I don't There's going to so, get you know? no, not at all." So my thing is, we're probably doing things, and those small acts of kindness and niceness even if the niceness and kindness there's a distinction mm. actually you don't know who that will impact who yeah. will then run with that and impact someone else's life with that who then will study it on a grander level I, I just think that is so fascinating mm. that that is a life worth living rather than I'm just going to do me and be out here and not contribute I, I, I don't know I when I weigh up the odds and I weigh up the co- the, the, the pros and cons that to me is exciting it's, it's, that's influence that is that is to me like yeah that's what I, I want to be remembered for yeah mm. I, hear that. I, give, I give you that one yeah you that's can have that one for free <laughs> thanks man I want a plaque though <laughs> <laughs> I've got you B don't worry okay so Julian um, I feel like I need to just pick your brain Bez Do, um, what qualities or characteristics will forever be intact when it comes to being remembered so mm. what what things about people um, regardless of what legacy you want to leave behind, what personality traits or characteristics will always be synonymous with legacy? Wow. I'm coming up with fire questions today. You know? I'm like, I don't know if I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's it called? You know what came to mind when mm. you were saying that? Uh, <laughs> ben the, dropped the, his voice. The great, the great doctor, uh, Maya Angelou. Oh, yes. Um, who said? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, no, like, I'm probably going to misquote her, but she said something that I was just like, oh. She said one of the greatest virtues is courage. Mm. And um, I think, and she's like, of all virtues, you know, like how they talk, like these like wise people, like of all virtues, I think courage is like the one and it leads all the other virtues. And I think to answer your question, I think, I think courage. Mm. Um, I think for me, if people you know, to be like, ah, oh, was Julian here? Is that like, yeah, he was courageous. He um he did the thing. He stood for what he believed in. Um he fought for what he believed in. He wasn't a coward. Um, yeah. And I think yeah, just having courage to just believe in what you believe in and just like go for it yeah. and do your thing. Yeah. So to quote the great Maya Angelo, mm. courage of all virtues. Yeah. Mm. It's very it's very distinct when you look at the greats, isn't it? Courage yeah. is a is a huge it's part. It's a thing. It's yeah. a thing. Like you need courage, man, just to do anything. In life. And courage to stand up against things that aren't popular. I know this mm. is just washed out now. Especially but when you're going to lose followers. 
Hey. Are you not going to get that plaque hey. on the bench? Hey. When you said followers, I was like, I don't care, but the plaque is, that's, <laughs> I don't want to lose that one, but it's still. <laughs> Can't lose the clout, but I, I can. need to keep that one still. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's true. I think, I think in the, in the world that we live in, in the trendy world that we live in, where being on Twitter is now a battlefield, you say one thing and you know actually that's the right thing to say, but because people will come at you, it's quite a courageous act now to write something down and press send. And mm. yeah, I wonder what the greats would think about that if they fast forwarded and lived in our lives. Yeah, man. I wonder who'd be going off on Twitter. Fam, no, none of these people would be on Twitter, man. This is this is one of my things. I, this is too late in the episode. We have to do another one about this. But I just think Twitter, it's like um, Pat was saying the other week, Twitter Shout is not Pat. the place to have conversations. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like, mm, mm, no mm. one's changing their mind because they no one's listening on Twitter. Um, and I think also, like, the story that history tells of a lot of these movements is very reductive. Mm. Um, I'm thinking, like, specifically of, like, civil rights movements and things of a similar ilk. Like, the conversations that we hear about them are, this one guy gave a speech this one time mm-hmm. and it was really good and loads of people changed their mind. But actually, it was, like, the, the day-to-day slog of like engaging with people on your side, not on your side, changing people's opinions through conversations, through debates, like all of that stuff is like where change actually happens. Mm. Um, and I was gonna say, like, I was gonna say courage. No, I'm joking, I wasn't gonna say courage, but it was a really good answer. But I think kindness is actually, yeah. and I, I do think that will change. Like, I think as I get older and more tired, my tolerance for being kind to people is gonna waver. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not always gonna feel like that's the most important thing, mm. but I do feel like. Um, at the moment when I look anyway at like people who I think are influential who have done good stuff in the world I do think that there's often an element of like their desire to like genuinely do the right thing for other people whether it's the people that the cause is for Mm. or the people that they're trying to change people aren't trying to by and large like great people aren't trying to change people's minds just so that everybody thinks the same thing that they think they're doing it because it will be better for everyone Mm. um and so i think if i can prioritize that as like a value or a virtue that's really important that is a, a really good way to move through the world and like i say it will probably change if you ask me again in two years which hopefully will, then it will probably be something completely different. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Because different things are important at different times, but that would be, I don't know, that would be my one. What would be yours? Um, I would say, oh, that's really good, you know. I would say compassion. Oh, really? Yeah, but I think it's very similar to, to kindness. But I think compassion in the, in the, in the respect that, like, what, what good do you gain if you're only loving to the people who love you back. Mm. I think the real measure is when you're compassionate towards people who say horrible things about you, who will not recognize your kindness, Mm. who will not recognize your courage, and you are consistent with loving people who don't love you back. I think that is actually the true measure of, of how loving you are, is when you see the need and your heart breaks or your heart pours out towards people you do not like and mm, do not like mm, you back. Mm, mm, mm. And I think when I look at the greats, I think, yeah, that is a, that's another mark um, of being compassionate. And sometimes I think we all have it in us. I just, I just don't think we stop enough to really sit in that feeling of compassion because we're humans, like mm. we can empathize, we can sympathize and yet, um, the risks of life or the 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 clout or whatever it, it may be that stops you from being compassionate it doesn't eradicate the feeling of compassion mm-hmm. I think we all are able to feel 
Um, and so, yeah, I think mine would be compassion. So Eve. we've all got C's. Even gonna kindness be with a C. <laughs> kindness, kindness, kindness. <laughs> <laughs> even going to be compassionate to guys that won't give you a plaque. You're a better man than me. Listen, Trust me. you may be even compassionate to people who won't even chat your name. Nah, mm, you won't me. even get mentioned in the book. Yeah, that's why kindness but That's is why you need courage, though. Mm. <laughs> to this... put your name in the book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> the courage to be kind when like it's not even like people won't even recognize it mm. or like yeah just to do something even though you know that this probably will give me nothing good back mm, but mm, you mm. still do it yeah wild isn't it mm. absolutely wild okay we gotta wrap this one up we gotta wrap it up the litmus today has been how will you be remembered in one sentence although that's a bit hard isn't it just a summary I suppose Julian Knox how will you be remembered I don't know, man. Okay, not but not okay, not the whole <laughs> life. Just by yeah. 2018, ha- 2019. Wow. 2019. How will you be remembered by the end of 2019? Cast your prediction. <laughs> oh, like as in how? Wow. Um, yeah, I think I, I still stick to. I want people to say, yeah, my man was courageous during 2019. He did the thing. Mm. Mm, courageous. And let the thing go scrap. <laughs> scrap. <laughs> 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah, courageous. I already think you're courageous, so. Uh, then it's done. It's nah, done. You still got some work to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. The real bench. Yeah. Uh, mate, my, I'm going to be remembered as the guy who has the plaque on the park bench in the local. That's mm. going to be in the beer garden. 2019, yeah? Yeah, mate. Try, Wait, you think I'm not supposed <laughs> to do mad things in 2019? Chico knows. You don't Why know. Why do you want a plaque? That's a I'm, a I'm getting a plaque this year. Remember, I told you. But it's not Remember in loving memory, because no, yeah. not in loving in, memory. In, 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 in loving currentness. In in yeah. current lit memory. Yeah, yeah. Of this lit. Uh, 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 yeah. We will uh, sign uh, that for you. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what's up. You need multiple. That's what I need. If anybody's getting me a Christmas present, I just need a plaque, <laughs> please. That's, That's actually wavy, Ben. That would be such a sick Christmas present. Ben's oh, your bench. birthday just yeah. gone, isn't it? So yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Oh gosh! By the end of this year, I want to be remembered for having the best conversations. Mm. I clocked yeah, yeah, yeah. it. I love having these type of conversations. And when I do like panel and Q&A work and all of that, I just, I think I've got like the the energy to throw questions out that I didn't even think of until on the spot. And it yeah. just makes good conversations. So, and hopefully those conversations will then go towards some impact in helping people in all the la-di-da. To articulate themselves. Yeah, yeah. Asking good questions. That I just said in la-di-da was not articulate. La-di-di. <laughs> I, think, I think good questions like requires good answers. So yeah, yeah like mm. it's important to ask good questions. Yeah. You can't be asking dead questions. Yeah. Trust me. Like this one. How will you be remembered? Get us on the socials. Um, we don't even have a, a social for the Litmus podcast. It's just a hashtag at the moment, but you can hashtag that up. Yeah, we need to We need to resolve this. We're going to yeah. resolve it. Re- what will. is it? Rate, comment, subscribe. Subscribe. Yeah. What is it, <laughs> <laughs> Rate, comment, subscribe, gang. Yeah, you actually got it right. <laughs> out here, out here. I would out say here. like and all of them things, but you can't even do that on the podcast apps. <laughs> Rate, comment, That's bare slow, bare backwards. How are we meant to help you? Like, like. <laughs> like, like, like. Okay, that is the Litmus Podcast. We've had the one and only Julian Knox. Julian, plug yourself, please. Give us your socials. Where can we find you? And what have you got coming up next? Um, my name is Julian Knox. <laughs> Um, so my socials are J-U-L-I-A-N Julian And then K-N-X-X um, You can find me Everywhere I believe mm-hmm. um, Even on Spotify Oh shout <laughs> You a real artist um, 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 What am I going to say Next 
thing that I am personally doing is at the Roundhouse and it's in August. But like, I'm at different gigs next month. So yeah, that, follow the socials. Yeah, week. follow the socials. It'll be, be out there. Sick. Ben, you got every panel under the sun. Yeah, what have you got coming up? Oh, shoot. I don't know off the top of my head. Oh, check, check it out. My website's going to be out next week. Ooh, so man's check, on the website. Check for man, obviously. www.therealbenhurst.com. We're out here. I'm coming through with some information for all of you pagans. Trust me. Hella pictures of benches. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> I might actually put that on there. Yeah, you need to, man. Remember me. That page will be titled Remember Me. Just a bench. <laughs> Straight. <laughs> Sick, sick, sick. Um, cool. That has been your litmus today. How will you be remembered? Get us in the socials, in the comments, all that good stuff. Because we want to know how will you be remembered? And do you agree with anything that we've said? Tell us. Um, let us. Yeah, tell us. Tell, tell us. us. Let tell us know. Us. That's your litmus. This is the litmus podcast. We out. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.